Fly, don't bother me. Shoo fly, don't bother me. Shoo fly, don't bother me. Because my name is Kairos. Kairosy! <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa there, Bucky. <laughs> Mindy, why are you standing on your roof dressed as a fly? You almost scared Bucky here half to death. Hang on a sec, Kairos. I can't hear the words coming out of your mouth. Stay right there and I'll come down. Just gotta shimmy down the drain pipe. Shimmy, 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 shimmy. Is that drain pipe made out of a giant candy red vine? I'm here! <laughs> Mindy, why are you dressed up as a horsefly? Calm down, Bucky. I'm not gonna bite you. I'm not even a real horsefly. There you go, Bucky. See, she's not even a... Although I do have an uncle that's a horse and a second cousin that's a fly. So I guess that makes me, what, 112 horsefly? Hi, Mindy. Hi, Guy. Hi, Good morning, Dennis. Dennis. Mindy, why are you dressed like a horsefly? Is it because you hate horses? <sighs> Mindy, why do you hate horses? No wonder Bucky is so terrified of you, Mindy. We just got back from a very frustrating horseback riding lesson with horseflies everywhere, and they wouldn't leave him alone. Ooh, yeah. Well, while you may see a horse when you look at Bucky, what I see when I put on these fly vision goggles I invented <laughs> is nothing but 1,000 pounds of certified organic non-GMO breakfast blood. Breakfast blood? Yeah, you know, because horse flies bite horses and suck their blood. They're basically tiny vampires. Well, take those horse fly vision goggles off, Mindy. Bucky, calm down there, Bucky. I'm not going to let her bite you. Guy Raz, I'm sorry to have to break this to you, but if you're worried about horse flies, you're going to have to trade Bucky in for one of those striped horses. Uh, striped horses? Yeah, one of those black and white striped horses that you find in, I don't know, eastern or southern Africa or on the carousel at the mall. Uh, Mindy, uh, uh, do you mean a zebra? Well, the one I rode on the mall carousel was named Allegra, but maybe a zebra was her brother or cousin or something? No, 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 Mindy. I don't mean the striped horse's name was a zebra. I mean that the thing you're talking about is a zebra. Oh, so then what was that striped horse named Allegra that I was riding on the mall carousel? A zebra! Oh, so you're talking about a zebra. Yes. No, you're talking about a zebra. Guy Raz, I'm talking about a four-legged black and white striped animal with a killer mohawk that belongs to the Equidae family of the genus Equus. And horses are equids. And so are zebras. Zebras belong to the same family and genus as horses. So what you're trying to say here is that zebras are not striped horses? No, they're zebras. They're a completely different species. But 
but they're both part of the Equidae family. Yes, I guess you could say that zebras and horses are related, uh, distant cousins even. Donkeys are also part of the Equidae family, but again, donkeys are not horses. Got it. So back to these striped zebras. You know, Guy Raz, if you're worried about horse flies, your monthly payments could probably stay about the same if you just traded Bucky in for a pre-owned zebra. Huh? How long have you had him? What, two years? Um, I know I'd upgrade my horse every time the stable released a new model. You could probably even find one with Bluetooth and a cup holder if you're not picky about size. I'm not going to trade Bucky in for a zebra, Mindy. Bucky is my horse. Aren't you, Bucky? You're so cute. I could eat you up. Oh, sorry. Guy Raz, you were complaining that the horse flies wouldn't leave you and Bucky alone, but with a plain old brown coat like that, Bucky's practically inviting the flies to bite him. And you're saying that wouldn't happen if he were a zebra? I'm saying that it wouldn't happen if you were covered in stripes like a zebra. Or if you put him on that carousel at the mall. Mindy, this is a live animal. Hey, just throwing it out there. Mindy, where exactly are you going with this? Okay, Guy Raz. So I just read this amazing new study where these researchers at the University of California, Davis think they may have stumbled upon a brand new scientific explanation for this. An explanation for zebra stripes? And why you might want to get some if you've got a problem with horse flies. So what's the scientific explanation? Lay it on me. Well, I could tell you. Yes? But I'd rather show you. Oh, oh boy. Trot with me, Guy Raz. I'm going to need a few supplies from my house. Supplies like uh, what? I'll show you when we get inside. Now to open the door. Hi-ya! After you, Bucky. Hey, Reg, I'm home, and I brought a horse. You know, Mindy, if you took some time to invent yourself a gingerbread doorknob, you wouldn't need to keep kicking down your door. Well, I tried kicking down your door, and all my toes broke off. See? And now I have to tape five peanuts to the front of my foot every time I want to wear flip-flops. You you what? Okay, so the first thing we're going to need for this scientific exploration is... Wait, I thought you said you had a scientific explanation. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. A scientific exploration. But... Now, first thing you're going to need is this black spandex unitard and an extra set of legs. You should have six legs total, including your arms. Uh... And then you're going to need a pair of these delicate motorized wings that I made by wrapping a pair of my Aunt Mojo's pantyhose around some rusty coat hangers that I twisted into wing shapes. Here, put your arms through these loops so I can attach them to your back here. Wow, these do look just like horsefly wings. Wait, wait. Horsefly wings? Uh, Mindy? I installed the motor from your hair dryer to the wings to make them fly. Here, check this out. Remote control, power on. Whoa! Whoa! I'm buzzing! And last but not least, you're going to need your fly vision goggles. Oh, no. Now be careful with these things. They're a new invention, and I'm still working out some of the kinks. You're trying to dress me up like a horse fly. For science. Mindy, science. 
science does not involve this many costumes. First the flamingo costume, then the squirrel, then the ant, and we can't forget the cockroach, and now this? Oh, we haven't even gotten to the actual costumes that were used in this scientific exploration. What do you mean? I mean that the scientists in this study I'm about to tell you about absolutely used costumes in their experiment. Now, come on, suit up! Bucky, cover your eyes. And remember, no matter what silly horsefly costume Mindy puts me in, I'm still your trusted buddy, Guy Raz, okay? Okay, Mindy. I'll take the fly vision goggles. Here you go. Okay. (laughs) Fly vision goggles on. Remember, we're not real horse flies. These are only costumes. For science, Bucky, for science. Good boy. And now a costume for you, Bucky. Wait, is that a zebra suit? Well, technically they're zebra jammies, but basically, yeah. I think Bucky likes it. Come on, Bucky. Come on, Bucky. Let's get you dressed. One hoof. Come on, two hoofs, three hoofs, get in there, four hoofs. And the last thing I'll need is my shrink wand. Shrink wand? Now, where did I put that thing? Settle up, Bucky. Something tells me we're in for a wild ride. Found it! All right, now come on, let's head back outside and I'll explain everything. Walk, 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 walk. I knew this day would come. Mr. Zebra, look out! There are two giant horseflies behind you! Dennis! Oh, Guy! Hey! Why don't you look just... Huh. So, Guy Raz, remember how earlier you were saying that horseflies kept attacking Bucky, trying to suck his blood? Yeah, and then you suggested that I trade him in for one of those striped carousel horses at the mall. Um, they're called zebras, Guy Raz. Not even the same species as horses. Also, they come from the continent of Africa, not the carousel at the mall. So anywho, this team of biologists at the University of California, Davis, think they may have figured out why. Why horseflies attack horses? And why they're way less likely to attack zebras. So, Mindy, when I think of the most obvious differences between zebras and horses, the first thing that comes to mind are the stripes, because, of course, zebras have them and horses don't. Yes, but the question is, why do zebras have stripes? Like, what's their function? What's their purpose? Well, I know that some scientists believe that zebras have stripes to camouflage them from predators or animals who want to attack them. Um, guy... Zebra stripes don't seem like very effective camouflage to me. It sticks out very clearly. I mean, maybe it would work if the zebra stood in a thicket of birch trees in winter. Okay, well then maybe they have stripes to help them find other zebras. By the way, did you know that a zebra's stripes are just as unique as our fingerprints? No two zebras are exactly alike. 
Ooh, like snowflakes. Oh, oh, no, I got it. Zebras have stripes to keep their bodies cool in the hot sun. Kind of like a built-in air conditioner. Actually, Guy, I believe the school of thought here I is... got this one, Dennis. So, Guy Raz, earlier studies have shown that zebras do tend to stay cooler than other non-striped mammals, but whether it's because of their stripes is still up for scientific debate. So then what is it, and why are we dressed like horseflies, and why is Bucky wearing zebra pajamas, and why are you holding that shrink one, and why... You have to make that mischievous look in your eye. Like I said earlier, Guy Raz, I could tell you. Yeah? But I'd rather show you. Here we go. Okay, so step one. We are going to shimmy up the drain pipe to the roof of my gingerbread mansion. Bucky here is going to stay on the ground that I've covered in pillow-sized marshmallows. Are marshmallows part of the study? No, they're to cushion our landing if we fall off the roof. Of course. Once we get up to the roof, we're going to power up our fly vision goggles, okay? Okay. Now, just follow me, Guy Raz. As usual, I've got everything out of control. Now, up the drain pipe. Shimmy, 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 shimmy. Anything for science. Here we are, the roof of my gingerbread mansion. Wow, I can see the whole world from up here. Hey, look, there's the knuckle hut. And, and there's the spit take. And there's Grandma G-Force wrestling a train of shopping carts. Hi, Grandma G-Force. It's me, Mindy. You know, Mindy, as I was shimming up your drain pipe, I thought of something. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. So what if the whole purpose of a zebra's stripes is to somehow help to protect it from a horsefly attack? Hmm, go on. Well, just take a look at Bucky down there. I mean, you dressed him in those ridiculous zebra pajamas, and there's not a single horsefly on him. I mean, he's happily grazing on those marshmallows. Wait, uh, are horses supposed to be eating marshmallows? <laughs> yes, of course horses are not supposed to be eating marshmallows, Guy Raz. Bucky, spit it out! Don't eat those Buckies, spit them out! <sighs> Well, Guy Raz, your hunch is actually the same as the hypothesis or educated guess that this UC Davis biologist named Tim Carrow had. And just to be clear, a biologist is the kind of scientist who studies the natural world and the things living in it like plants and animals. Right. And so Dr. Caro specializes in animal coloration, or why certain animals are certain colors or color patterns. Like zebras, black and white stripes, for example. Exactoritos. So, like any curious scientist, he decided to test his hypothesis by conducting a little experiment. And lucky for you, we're going to try it ourselves right here, right now. Which I'm guessing is why we're standing on the roof of your gingerbread mansion dressed in homemade horsefly costumes with my horse on the ground standing on a bed of marshmallows and wearing zebra pajamas? Step one, collect all the zebras you can find. Well, that's going to be a little tough, Mindy. I mean, first we'd have to go to Africa, and then there's the fact that zebras in the wild are extremely difficult to get close to. And most airlines won't accept them as emotional support animals, so how are you going to get them back to your lab, yada, yada, yada. So we're moving on to plan B. 
get a bunch of horses, or in our case, one horse, and dress it up in zebra jammies. Wait, did Dr. Caro and his team do this? Well, basically, yeah. I mean, anything for science, right? Anything for science. Step two, invite a bunch of horse flies to the pajama party. Well, if there's anything I learned from my riding lesson with Bucky earlier, it's that horse flies will gladly show up without an invitation. Step three, we sit back and watch the magic happen. Okay, bring it on. Yep, just as I suspected. Is something supposed to be happening? Mindy, it's crazy. There's a bunch of horseflies down here, but none are landing on the zebra. Is it ruining the experiment? Do we need to find some zebra flies? See what I mean? So the horseflies are down there, but they're not biting Bucky because he's dressed like a zebra? Sure looks like it, right? But why? I mean, can't they see what an easy target they have? Not that I'm complaining. I mean, Bucky has never seemed more relaxed than ever. Step four. Find out why by getting inside the eye of a fly. I'm assuming it's time to try out your new FlyView goggles invention? You know it. Let's power these babies up. Whoa! Whoa! Ha <laughs> ha! They work! My invention works! Blah! Ah, ah, why are they making that sound? I told you I saw how to work out a few of the kinks. Here, stay still. Ow! 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 Fixed it! Mindy, this is incredible. We're actually seeing the world exactly the way a fly would. This is even more wild than I thought it would be. But look at Bucky. I know we had him dressed in a zebra costume, but now his whole body looks gray. What in the wow? You know what, Mindy? I, I was just reading something about the way flies actually see. This must have something to do with the fact that flies have low-resolution eyes, meaning that colors and lines and details are sort of blurred into one big blurry mess. Well, on that thought, step five. Power up your wings, Guy Raz. We're going in for a closer look. But first, we're going to have to shrink ourselves to the size of horse flies. Wait, what? Shrink wand, activate. <laughs>
was incredible, Mindy. <laughs> really? You thought so? Yeah. Your fly vision goggle invention worked. I mean, we may not have been able to make our landing. <laughs> oh, oh, hi, Bucky. But we were able to experience exactly what it's like to be a horsefly in search of fresh horse meat. Well, I guess when you put it that way. We were so dazzled by the optical illusion of the moving zebra stripes that we weren't able to clearly see where to land on Bucky. Yeah, it was almost like our vision became overloaded and unable to focus. So you realize what this means, don't you, Mindy? I think this means that your hunch and Dr. Caro's hypothesis might have been right on. A hypothesis that the reason zebras have stripes is to keep the blood-sucking horseflies away. You know it. Well, Mindy, I think it's time we make a run to the mall. The mall? What for? Well, to get me a black and white striped horseback riding suit. Ah, good call. While we're there, do you think we'll have enough time to ride the mall carousel? What is it with you and that striped carousel horse? It's called a zebra. Or is it pronounced zebra? Thanks, Dennis. Yeah, thanks, Dennis. <laughs> the real question here is, are zebras white with black stripes, or are they black with white stripes? Now, to figure this out, we're going to have to do an experiment. We'll need a caliber, preferably digital, a pair of high-contrast hair clippers. Dennis! And you know what? I think I'm going to need to get a set of these zebra print pajamas. I, they seem to be doing wonders. I have a lot of problems with hair supplies. Have I told you? Wow in the world, we'll be right back. Grown-ups, this message is for you. This message comes from NPR sponsor State Farm. With surprisingly great rates, State Farm is the real deal when it comes to home and car insurance. Their agents are ready to help personalize your insurance so you can create a policy that fits your needs. Manage your coverage, pay your bill, or even file a claim right from your phone with the State Farm mobile app. And you can always call one of the State Farm agents in neighborhoods across the country. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Support also comes from Little Passports, offering activity kits to keep kids engaged and expand their minds. Hands-on activities and games invite kids to explore the world and unpack the mysteries of science. They'll travel to countries like France, Brazil, and Egypt and build scientific wonders like a volcano, a submarine, and a solar-powered car, all from their kitchen table. More at littlepassports.com. On our brand new season of the StoryCorps podcast from NPR, you'll hear challenging conversations between friends, family members, and sometimes people who could have easily been enemies as they bridge divides and build connections where you'd least expect it. Episodes are available every Tuesday. That's it! Back to the show! Calling Wow in the World. After the beep, get ready to record. Hi, Mindy and Guy Raz. My name is Anne. And I'm Elizabeth. And we live in Bavaria, Germany, where we love to hike. My Wow in the World is that it takes a million years for chewing gum to biodegrade, so don't spit it out in the woods. And banana peels take two years. And my Wow in the World is that an ostrich's eye is as big as its brain. Say hi to Reggie for us. <laughs> Bye. I'll feed her Zane. Hi, Mindy and Guy Ross. My name is Connor Nelson. I'm from Sterling, Alberta. My wow in the world is that a 
blind cave salamander can go more than 10 years without food. Bye, I love your show. And does Dennis play video games? No, I prefer board games. Hey, Reggie, want to play Sandyland? No, not Candyland, Sandyland. Ah, Reggie, stop flapping. <laughs> You're blowing sand all over the place. Uh, now look, the gypsum is all mixed in with the silica. My name is Annette. I live in Calgary, Canada. My wow in the world is how many life stages a butterfly has. Four egg, two larva, two pupa, two butterfly. Metamorphosis is awesome. Bye! Hi, Mindy and Guy Ross. My name is Ellen from Bar Harbor, Maine, and my wow in the world is that owls can fly silently. Love your show. Say hi to Reggie for me. Bye! Hello, Mindy and Guy Ross and Reggie. My name is Isaac, and I'm seven years old, and I'm from Bolton, Massachusetts, and my wow in the world is that hummingbird eggs are smaller than jelly beans. Bye, Mindy and Guy Ross. Love your show. Hi, Guy Ross and Mindy. I'm Abby. And I'm Lily. We're from Maryland. My wow in the world is that astronauts cannot bring bed bread in space. It's bad for the air because it makes too many crumbs. And my wow in the world is that uh, snakes smell from their tongue. Bye, Guy Ross and Mindy. Love your show. Bye, Guy Ross and Mindy. I love your show, too. Hi, Mindy and Guy Ross. My name is Bremen. I live in Oxford, Mississippi. My wow in the world is that octopuses have their beaks on their butts. <laughs> End of messages. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for hanging out with us this week on Wow in the World. And to keep the wow rolling, check out this week's scientific conversation starters at our website, wowintheworld.com. And grown-ups, there you can find more info on how your kids can become members of the World Organization of Wowzers, shop our wow shop, upload photos and videos to us, and check dates for our upcoming live events. That's wowintheworld.com. Our show is produced by Jed Anderson. Who provides the bells, whistles, and silly characters. Say hello, Jed. Yellow. Our show is written by me, Guy Raz, and Thomas Van Kalken, who also provides silly characters. Tom? Hello there. Thanks also to Jessica Bodie, Casey Kofer, Rebecca Caban, Kit Ballinger, and Alex Curley. Meredith Halpern-Ranzer powers the wow at Tinkercast. Our theme song was composed and performed by The Pop-Ups. For more info on their two-time Grammy-nominated all-ages music, find them at thepopups.com. And grown-ups, you can follow Wow in the World on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Wow in the World. And our email address is hello at wowintheworld.com. And if you're a kid with a big wow to share with us, call us at 1-888-7-WOW-WOW for a chance to be featured at the end of the show. Also, if you haven't already done so, please subscribe to Wow in the World on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, leave us a few stars, a review, or just tell a friend about the show. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, keep keep on wowing. Jinx! Was made by Tinker.
Podcast and sent to you by NPR. You can think about NPR's Life Kit as that friend who always has really good advice on everything from how to invest your money to how to get a great workout. We bring you tools to help you get it together. New episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Listen and subscribe to Life Kit All Guides.